For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. When I hear prophet explaining that this is the consequence of those things, and um, I said, Lord, forgive me. Days out, you have been angry at the whole choir for two who didn't come. Uh, or some came late and some were there on time. Then this choir is a useless choir, but only three are useless. The other five are very useful. Do, do you, you understand? Yes. And then you go to the ashes, ashes bar, they are asleep. And then meanwhile, one has left his house at 4 a.m. to get here. And then the other who was just here is the one who's asleep. And then you have boxed them all into the same box and said, you are all not working hard. But there's somebody who is working hard, but is being labeled as, are you here this morning? And suddenly, the prophet has made us see the scripture in a new light. And that is why, if I were you, I wouldn't miss flow prayer meetings. Every time he takes a scripture and brings it to light, brings it to life, makes us have a deeper understanding, and then you can now see yourself in the scripture. Hallelujah. And how many were able to see that you too have been are guilty of this, that you have once labeled a good person bad? Can I, can I see how many have done it before? You are inside. You are inside. I, I can't hear you this morning. You are inside. How many ask for forgiveness? How many finished praying or they didn't finish praying and then we, you didn't finish praying or you finished praying? You didn't finish praying. I, I didn't finish praying. I was still praying when the offering came to disrupt it. But I understand better now and I see what, um, how important it is that we, we flow along with the prophet. Hallelujah. But this morning, we are happy to be here to share fellowship one more time and tell someone I'm glad you came because you will not be good for nothing. Tap your neighbor and tell them you will not be good for nothing. You will be a useful, helpful person. You will make a difference. Because you are alive, things are getting better. Somebody is going to heaven. Somebody's life is changing. Somebody will receive a reward because of you. Put your hands together this morning. But I want us to bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you so very, very much for this opportunity that we have to be in your presence Thank you that those of us who have come into your house this morning, we shall be blessed. We shall receive good things from above. It shall be well with us. Even though not all things are in place, yet still our lives will unfold in a good manner. 
Lord, I pray for blessings. Blessings. Things that work to our benefit. Things that are favorable to us. Things that overcome, overturn the environment in which we are in and make us profitable. And Lord, let that be our statement. God has been good to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very, very much in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. Are you tired? You didn't sleep well this morning. You slept well. Put your hands together properly. Yes. this This is it. Hallelujah. If you sleep well, wake up happy. Okay? Tell anybody, listen, in the morning when you wake up, thank God you are alive. Oh, tap anybody, say, thank God. Oh, tap him. I say, thank God you are alive. Even though your bills are not paid, thank God you are here. Because somebody woke up in the hospital and he couldn't move. But you are here happily moving. What a blessing. Hallelujah. And there's reason to be happy. There's reason because no matter your condition, it is getting better. Amen. It is getting better. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. And that is why Matthew chapter 5 is is important. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13. Jesus is, is, is provoking you to ask a question. Am I good for nothing? It's a provocation. It is a it's a test that you ask yourself this question and then I will help you to answer it. It says, Ye are the salts of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and trodden underfoot of men. Then he says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it gives light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. If you have a Bible this morning, underline your good works. Or highlight your good works. Or emphasize your good works. If you have a you should have a Bible. Check your neighbor, where's your Bible, my brother? Ask your neighbor, where's your Bible? What did he say? I don't have one. Ask him, how can you go to an exam without a pen? You are not correct. And tell your neighbor, phone Bibles are not correct. Tap your neighbor and tell him phone Bibles. They are okay in the trotro. Yes. They are okay when you are on the VIP bus going to... That one cried, they're not okay. But as for church, dear, they are not okay. Phone Bibles are only good in transit. Either a tablet or a book. Hallelujah. Are, are you here this morning? Either a tablet or a Bible. A book Bible. But not a phone. Those who are using phones, when a WhatsApp comes, what will you do? You answer it. You answer it. How many have answered WhatsApp in church before? Raise your hand. Those who said the answer, look at them. 
They said they will answer. They've answered the thing in church many, many times. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. This morning we are looking at um, being salts and what it means to be salts. What it means, what is, when we say that ye are salts, and, and how important is it? And um, Jesus says, if you are not salt, that one there is dangerous. If you are not salty, if you are not salty salt, that one is dangerous. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you should be salt, salty salt. That makes a difference in this world. And that is why I said, highlight your good works. Amen. This morning, just to start this beautiful subject, um, three effects of salts around us, three common effects. And one is that salt prevents corruption. Salt prevents corruption. And the classic example is Kobe. It's Kobe. Classic example, Kobe. Kobe is fish lying on the ground that, but not spoiling. If you like, go to the cold store, buy fish, take it home, and leave it on the kitchen counter overnight. Only overnight, not even one or two days. Just, are, are you here? How many can cook? Raise your hand. Not fry eggs. I mean, how many can cook? You can cook. Okay, my hand is not up <laughs> No, you see, just buy fish, fresh fish, frozen fish from the cold store and take it home and just clean it and just leave it on the counter and say, tomorrow morning, I will come and fry it. Is it a good idea? It's a good idea. No, 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 no. By tomorrow morning, it's false. It has gone off already. But go and buy Kobe and leave it on the counter for about one week. And when you come back, what has changed? Nothing. Nothing. Because the Kobe has been salted. Salted above measure. To use its crime, must soak it in water to reduce the salt. You know I can cook now. <laughs> oh, you know. I can cook now. I, I know to soak the Kobe in water for a while to soften it and then let the salt come out. Before you can... And, and the soup you are making, don't add salt again. Or you add salt again. No, no, no. The kobe is the salt in the soup or the stew. When something has been salted, well salted, it is preserved. It can last a long time, even in the place where other things, just like it, are spoiling. The Bible says, ye are the salt of this earth. Hallelujah. Do you know what it means? It means that you and those around you must not spoil. It means that you, you must not spoil. And those around you must not spoil. But, but we, we start by accepting Genesis chapter 6. We start by accepting that this world is false. How many understand what I'm saying? 
verse 5. This world, this world, yeah, look, is in a bad case. Hallelujah. Everything, everything is spoiling. Everything is spoiling. When I was a child, you could watch television and leave children to watch television from 6 hour till night. Nowadays, you can't. Even adverts. I remember I saw an advert and I was just watching TV. Then I saw some, uh, a, a nice river and a nice garden. And as I was watching the river and the garden, then from the left side, a woman appeared and she was walking. Do you know what she was wearing? Do you know what she was wearing? Naked. Nothing. She just appeared walking naked, everything showing, bum showing, breast showing. I said, hey, what advert is this? Are they advertising panties or brassia or skin or, or hin- uh, lotion? Do you know what they were advertising? Water. Water. I said, since when is a naked woman important for drinking water? Ask anybody for me. Maybe I don't know. Ask anybody for me. Since when? Since when? Please ask anybody if you have done some before. Ah, I understand. Before you drink water, you move your clothes. Is that the reason for a naked girl to, you see? But that shows you how their, their minds are working. I saw another advert also. There was a man in a car and in his side mirror was a, a lady's buttocks. Big buttocks in the side mirror. <laughs> what are they advertising? What, I mean, what, are you, what am I supposed to buy in this thing? Do you know what they're advertising? The car. The car. And the car mirror is to see ladies' buttocks. Tell somebody they are mad. No, say it well, they are mad. But, but that's the reason. God saw the weakness of man. And it was great in the earth. Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter 1. And, and that is why it's a blessing that you are here this morning. Hallelujah. Because we have been delivered. Verse 3. We have been delivered out of this world. It says, watch carefully. According as his divine power has given unto us all things. This is a promise to the believers. That God will take care of you. I said God will take care of you. Why? He has promised that he will give us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Not through hard work, but through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Whereby we are are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That what? That by these ye might be partakers. You become a spiritual person. I said, you become a spiritual person. And then, and so what? Having escaped the corruption. You. I said, you. Look at your neighbor and said, you. You should have escaped the corruption that is in this world. Through lust, you should, you should be not in not entangled, not a part of the corruption in this world. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. 
I said you should have. No, point to your neighbor. Use your, your finger and point to him. You. You should have escaped the corruption in this world. Amen. Philippians. Philippians. Chapter 2 and verse 15. That what? That ye. Who is the ye? No, I mean, when you see the Bible ye, do you think it's somebody else? It should be I. When you are reading, it should be I. That I should be blameless and harmless. The sons of God without rebuke, without being corrected. Where? Where? In the midst of a crooked. Some of you, your classmates are crooks. Amen. Amen. And perverse. They are not correct. How many have friends you know? They are not correct. Can I see your hand? You have a friend. Oh, those whose hands are down. You don't have any friend like that. Then you are, you are in danger. You are in more danger. You have, we, we live in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Hallelujah. But who, among who we shine as lights. Amen. Number one, around you, you must not watch pornography. You will say amen. You will shout amen. You will say it's true. But I say, oh no. <laughs> because you are finished watching already. It, it, we are the salt. So, first of all, we should not be corrupt. Hallelujah. How many of you, you are going to do an exam, then our Paul lands, you go and look. You go and look. You are going to do exam. You are going to look. You will look small. Lord, everyone who looks small, make the exam harder. And what they saw, don't let it come. That's all. What, what you saw, there's no, it won't come. They will change the, the use alternative B for your paper. But, but type in it, but tell them, you must not be corrupt. No, no, you didn't say, well, hold your neighbor and shake him. You are, you are, how can you be salt? Then when I taste you, I, I taste pepper. How can you, I mean, I take salt, I shake it, then I try it, then I, it's burning my tongue, pepper. You must not be corrupt. Amen. You must, it's about shining as light in the world. Shining. Take out your phone and tell the bar, you should be able to go through my phone. But you can't move. But take your neighbor. Take out your phone and show it to your neighbor. You should be able to open my phone and check everywhere. And you will not be afraid. My some phones, even to hold it cry, you get some vibrations. There's Chinese pornography, Korean pornography, and Indian pornography on the Christian's phone. True or not true? Hey! True or not true? Yes, yeah. African one too. Of course. Yeah. You 
should not be corrupt. Amen. You, there must be no outfits in your wardrobe in a corner that you are waiting for an occasion to release. That one, when you bring it out, uh, we'll close our eyes. Either breasts are showing or buttocks are showing or both are showing or nothing is hidden. I don't know what it means, nothing is hidden. But it's a dangerous statement. Nothing is hidden. There, there, there should be nothing hidden in your, in, your, in your corner of your suit, of your drawer. That's when you're going to one step while then you reach there, then bring out one or two condoms, then you put in your back pocket. Hmm? Someone sometime at a meeting took out some money and the condom fell. <laughs> and the condom fell down in a meeting. I said in a meeting, a Christian meeting. Yeah, it fell down. What can we say? <laughs> You are standing here. You can't move again. Because you are corrupt. Amen. But the Bible says that you are the salt of this world. And so you should not be corrupt. And so listen. Number one. No friend of yours must say come and look. And you will look. I didn't hear amen. Talk to the young boys. Tap the young boys. They are the ones who look more than the girls. The girls look small. The boys look plenty. Oh, it's not true. The girls look small. Don't say you don't look. They look small. But the boys, they look powerful. But from today, as proper salt, not useless salt, as proper salt, you will not look again. I didn't hear amen. amen. If by some mistake there's some on your phone, as soon as the service ends, delete. You won't say amen again. As soon as the service, in fact, I will say delete now, but I'm afraid that we will see small (laughs) before it goes off. And then you spoil the service. The spirits come into the service. So don't delete now. But as soon as the service ends, do what? Otherwise, you are useless. Assault. How can you tap your neighbor, tell them, I don't understand. Tap your neighbor. I don't understand. How can you, as a Christian, have pornography on your phone? Tap your neighbor for me, please. Tap him for me. I say, I don't understand. How? I mean, show your howness. Use your hand and show your face and look surprised. Look confused. Hey, I said, look confused. Make your face confused. How? I mean, how? You, nice Christian like you, sitting in a church on the third row or the fifth row and you are sitting here and in your back pocket there are condoms because the trouser you wore you wore it Friday night yeah you must not look again and you must not allow anybody to show you these things I didn't hear an amen in fact because of you when you are there, they can't look again. I said, because of... Are you here this morning? Because of you. When you are there, they can't look again. Because when they start looking on you, say, hey, what are you doing, foolish boys? When they start looking on what do you do? Get up and start commenting. 
I said, what should you do? Get up and start commenting. What should you say? Tell the person. Do you know something? This area and this area is called what? Private. You've made it public. <laughs> tap him and say, this area. I don't know whether I can tap in church, but it's okay. <laughs> Tell him that area is called what? It's called what? Hey, you will say this morning you're on strike. It's called what? Private. Then why are you recorded on video to show it to a stranger for money? And you are a fool to buy it. And listen, I want us, you see, from today, you are salt. I didn't hear a good amen. I said from today, you are salt. If you are salt, be real salt. And preserve those around you. And, and you see, recently I saw an article, I think on BBC, and it said that children see pornography right now as early as nine years old. Yes, because they have phones, and they have access to phones, and they have Wi-Fi, internet in their homes, and parents have gone out. And, when you, and, and these days, you know, when you just enter anything, you get about 15 messages of the 15. One is often the beginning of going, of course. Often, one of them is questionable. And when you open that one, the other 15 that come are worse because they have seen your taste and they are taking you deeper and deeper into that area. And before you are aware, nine, ten-year-old boys are watching pornography. And what they said was that by, if you start at nine, by age 13, your mind is false. Your mind is false. Do you know how it is false? Because for you, there is no longer normal sex. No, no, no. You have seen sex so wild, somersaulting, rolling, shoutings, that ordinary sex, like, is that all? You must do something extra. Yeah. In the film I saw, the girl was rolling over. You are lying still. No, no, no. You must roll over. You must shout and scream. Because what you have seen has made you see ordinary normal sex as, as inferior. And now an ordinary girl no longer satisfies you. Or a normal boy who just does normal things is too small for you. Because of what you have seen with your eyes. You are corrupted. Amen. That is how come God has set salt like you around. That those people who are spoiling, they should be saved from spoilage. Yeah. They should be stopped from going completely bad. Only if a person, only if a salt is dropped on them. Because salt will preserve it. There are some people there, you are their salvation. But you don't know. There are some people, they are destined for hell. I mean, they are on a highway to hell. And their only hope is you. Because you are the one that God has set around them. And you're asking, Pastor, what do I mean? Because some people are dying early. You say, oh, they'll live long and see Christ later down their life. What if those who die at 26? Those who die at 32? Yesterday, I went somewhere with Reverend Albert, and we saw some poster, painful exits. Some nice young man with a nice beard 
like this young man there with a beard and the glasses, nice beard, nice haircut, very similar, painful exits, 25. And the area was full of young people fooling around because of painful exits. And that guy, I wonder who spoke to him about Jesus before he died. That young boy, 25 years, who spoke to him? He was surrounded by other fools, equally foolish boys. You see, you can tell somebody's life story from his funeral. Yeah, you can tell. See those who come. If hooligans come, he was a hooligan. If choristers come, she was a chorister. If policemen come, he was a policeman. So the ones who come to your funeral, tell the those who come to your funeral will show me who you are. Yeah, tell the neighbor, those who come for your funeral. Hey, tell your neighbor, those who come for your funeral, to tell me who you are. Your classmates who you are still flowing with, who are wee smokers and they are foolish boys, but they are still your friend underground. Because Sunday you are sitting here with us. But Monday to Friday, you and your mates are fooling in town. So when you die, they are coming to shout painful exits. Sudden exits. You are, you, you are supposed to stop corruption. You, you, you didn't hear me. I said you are supposed to stop those around you watching pornography. When your friend says, I'm going somewhere. They ask him, where are you going? Somewhere. Where? That place. Which place? Don't let him go. Talk plenty. Why? Who is a preacher? A preacher is a talker. A talker who is talking Jesus' message. A preacher is somebody who is just telling you what God has said, but you didn't hear. That's all. Amen. Amen. This morning, your salt is becoming proper salt. All useless salt is ending last night. Last night. And from this morning, we are turning into proper salts. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. This morning, I want us to totally lay aside all things that are underhand. All behaviors that are inconsistent with the proper Christian life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever is wrong in your life, it ends this morning. It ends this morning. And you become a proper uh, uh, Christian. Proper salt. Hallelujah. And they will never call you useless again. No angel who can see things will ever stand and say that useless boy. No, no, no. That guy. Hey, if he's not there, the fish will spoil. If he's not there, the class will spoil. If he's not there, those three other friends, they will spoil. Tell it, God says, leave him alive. Leave him alive. Because I have to save those five girls. And those five girls, this is the most six of the girls. But she's the only sensible one. The other six, the other five, they came from foolish background. They were brought up in an area where insults and fightings is normal. But there's one who has seen Christ, who has, been, who has become salt. When you drop her in the midst of the other corrupting fish, she will save them. She will turn them around. One by one, she will speak to them. Stop wearing this. Stop going to the, out to that guy. And then 
by prayer and by talking. Tell somebody, you are supposed to be a preacher of some kind. You are supposed to be a preacher of some kind. Hallelujah. You are supposed to tell your friends about Jesus. That is what it is. Amen. Tell somebody, I am salt. Oh, say it well, I am salt. And I prevent corruption around me. Hallelujah. Number two. Salt has antiseptic properties. Amen. Salt has antiseptic properties. That is why when you go to a dentist and sometimes they remove a tooth, they will say, go home and gargle with what? Salt water. Yeah. They won't give you antibiotics. Oh, just go home and gargle. Make salt water in their, in their bowl and then gargle. And then just rinse it out. Because the salt water, the salt there will prevent the bacteria from growing. So salt has antiseptic properties. Amen. Amen. What does it mean? It means that it kills germs and some of the bacteria. And and these are the agents that cause sickness and disease. And so, number two, you likewise should be able to fight devils. I didn't hear yes. No, you didn't say it all. Yes. I said you sitting here should be able to do what? Fight devils. Matthew 12 and verse 29. Or how or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except what? Except what? Oh, I cannot hear at all. Except what? Except what? He first binds the strong man. Except he first binds a strong man. Listen, every time you see somebody in church, it means a strong man has been bound. Yeah? You being here in church, no, no, no. You were not born in church. Nobody was born in church. We came to church. We gave our lives to Christ. And we turned away from an old life into a new life. For the weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal. But what? Mighty through God. Second Corinthians chapter 10. That is what we have. For we wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities. Look, tell your neighbor, there are enemies around us. That's why Psalm 23, the nice, beautiful psalm about the shepherd. It says, thou prepares what? Hey, some of you are quiet. I don't understand what it means. Psalm 23, verse, I think verse 5 or 6. Thou prepares what? Where? Of your friends, your colleagues, your family, your competitors, your opponents, your who? Enemies. He's very specific. Very specific enemies. 
And every time somebody is free, it means an enemy has been overcome. And so from today, you are salt. Having antiseptic properties, you have become what? An overcomer of enemies. I didn't hear an amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Tell them about from today, don't fear devils again. Look at him, face. Are you afraid? Many years ago, when we were in Tamale, we were living in a house we had rented. But nearby that area, I'm not sure whether it's the road, the dust, the plants, but my children began to react very, very badly. Running eyes, running nose, sniffling. There's so much allergic reaction to something in the area. And so I told my wife, she was working at Nyamkwala at that time. I said, listen, we have to move from here. And so go and ask your people to give us a house at the um, camp, at the campus where, they, where you work. So she went to ask for a house. And the man said, oh, there's no house available except one which is there, but no one likes it. Then she asked, why does no one like it? He said, oh, it is haunted. It is haunted. Somebody died there some years ago. And since then, nobody has lived in the house again. So they said, that's the only house available. Do you know what I said? I like it. How many like it? I said, I like it. I like it. So, they said, okay, you can have it. So, I I went to the house. Abandoned for about three or four years. So, I said, listen, let's clean it. As I was cleaning, it was incredible. Everybody passing. They said, hey, what are you doing here? They said, oh, we have been giving here. They said, hey, who gave me this house? This is wicked, pa. It's a very bad house. Don't come here. No, no, no. Everybody passing would stop to advise us. I said, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. So we came and cleaned the house. When we cleaned the house, I called some of my pastors. Then we prayed, Lord, keep the house clean. Then on the first day, we moved in on one day. When we moved into the house that day, I came with my wife and my children. We bought all our things. We were in the house. Then in the evening, I said, everybody go and sleep. Then when they slept, we slept. Then I woke up. Then I came to the living room. I said, if there's any demon here, come out. Come out. If there's any spirit in this house, come out. I'm here. You are here. Let's talk and see who is the landlord in the house. Do you know what happened? Nobody came. And we lived there for many, many years. Because, no, no, you know, I don't know why I grabbed me. It's you I'm talking about. Because you must never be afraid of any spirits. I didn't hear amen. amen. Your friends must come to you with their problems. But they don't know you have power. They don't know you are salty salt that can be an antiseptic. They don't know you. Because you are just like them. You walk with them. You do everything with them. Some of your friends, they have never seen you pray. They have even to 
open your watch and look at the watch and say, Lord, thank you for that one. But they've not seen you pray before. You just open your watch and start eating your food straight away. They, or it's not true. Your friends don't know you are a prayer warrior in disguise. They don't know the power of God hiding in you. And that's why you too are working out like an ordinary person. But meanwhile, you are designed to wrestle. You are what? Designed to wrestle. Wrestle with what? Principalities. Not other girls at the bank. Not other people around. You look at small, small little boys and girls. Inside you is a certain ability to use prayer power to make a difference against powers and principalities and evil and wicked spirits. When you see somebody around you misbehaving, you should be able to pray and cast out the devil. I didn't hear amen. Amen. After you have tried and it didn't work, then you can call us. Yeah. You cannot tell me that you are in your house alone. Then at night you hear, then you are afraid. Then you are afraid. No, listen. No matter what evil spirit, you see, somebody once told me something. And since then, I've found it to be true. If ever an evil spirit will manifest in your presence, you have power against it. Otherwise, it will be hiding inside the body. But when they see you, they manifest. It means that they have recognized you. And they have shown themselves. Eh, at that time, lift your voice. Yeah, quiet. Turn about, lift your voice. And shout a prayer. You don't shout because you are afraid. But because we are just fighting at evil spirits. Hallelujah. Look, if there are only one, two, three uh, demon chasers in this church, how many demons can be chased? How often can we go out to every home and tell somebody, every house has devils? Every house. Every house has devils. Every house is a witch, including your house. A big one and a small one. An old one and a young one. An auntie, a grandmother, and a little house girl. All the inside. Hey, all you need to know. All the inside your house. Grandmother's auntie, house girl, even the dog is a witch. <laughs> yeah. But you are not supposed to be afraid of them. You are supposed to rise up against them. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. If ever you are in your class and somebody falls down in your class and starts rolling, you must go there. Don't run away with all the students out of their class, but you must go there and lay hands. I tell anybody whose auntie, uncle, grandmother, father is sick, you must be able to go to that person and lay hands and pray. I said, and do what? Lay hands on your neighbor right now. Lay hands on your neighbor right now. Head, shoulder, anywhere. Lay, hey. I said, lay hands on your... I didn't say put your hand on the shoulder. I said, lay hands. Lay hands is different from touching. Lay hands is different from putting your hand on your shoulder. Lay hands. Lay hands. Lay hands. Hey, I don't mean that. I said, lay hand. Lay hand. Look, you are not a proper Christian. 
lay hands yes lay hands yes on the head or the shoulder brother you are useless lay hands on the sister lay reach out you are you are doing comfort zone christianity reach out yes am i seeing the hands yes that's how to lay hands that's how to lay hands and then if it's a boy lay hands on his chest if it's a girl be careful if it's a boy lay hands on his chest lay hands on his chest if it's a girl's shoulder hey i said lay hands i'm watching you lay hands on her sister on her shoulder if it's a girl or a chest if it's a boy touch the shoulder touch the shoulder i'm not doing spectator we are not doing we are doing demonstration of christianity touch the huh yes it's a shoulder touch yes yes that's how to lay hands and then when you add a prayer oh god deliver my brother or my sister i cast out the devils i free from every evil spirits in the name of jesus i curse the demons working against my brother i tear them out of this body i sh- i'm showing you how to be salt how to be proper salt amen and and listen it's not the prayer you pray it is that you believe what i am saying you just believe what i am saying if you believe what i am saying jesus will rise up and he will answer you before you are aware the person has become free ah what a beautiful christian we have this day put your hands together that's it you are antiseptic you are salt you are to protect people around you from evil spirits because of you your house demons are being suppressed because of you being born again in your house a second person will become born again then a third person because of your presence small light has come and when you come near to somebody that person will begin to see a bit of light have understanding and when two of you become light it becomes stronger that's why some families all are christians some to nobody when it's nobody it means one or two have become very dim lights but it's coming but it's coming hallelujah you are salt i said you are salt do not be good for nothing don't let evil spirits be fooling around around you don't let people around you fall sick unnecessarily don't let somebody around once i was a, a certain pastor i was with him we're just chatting in town then he just said excuse me then he stepped aside took out his phone and i began praying i caused a life to come back lay hands on the boy's chest and pray death will not take this one and i said hey some tough things happening he said oh yes when he had finished he told me a lady's child had collapsed and i stopped breathing then over the phone he said call the uh, lay hands on the lady and we are praying and they prayed over the phone then uh, uh, the boy has woken up yes take him to hospital yeah over the phone over the phone but if you are there present physically present you're you should be more powerful you will say amen. amen you will say a loud amen, amen. say i'm powerful, I'm powerful. Uh, no, 
you're not powerful. Say it well. I am powerful. Add some hand move to your I am powerful. Say devils must fear me. I'm awake now. I am on guard now. I am on duty now. I am, hey, brother, you say some. Hey, I can see you. Say I am on the watch now. Since I woke up, things are different in my family, in my class, in my area, in my workplace. A devil chaser has arisen. A devil chaser has arisen. By the way, don't go looking for trouble. (laughs) No, no, no. If it comes, deal with it. But don't go looking for trouble. Don't go ask, where are the devils in the house? No. That's not the purpose of our job. We are here to save, not to go and arrest. Amen. Put your hands together. Sorry. Number one, salt. You are to what? Prevent corruption. And number two, you are to do what? Cast out demons as antiseptic. You are to make the area clean. Around you should be clean. Fresh air. Around you, we can sleep at night. Nobody has bad dreams. Anybody has a bad dream, come and tell me. You won't dream it again. Tonight is the last night for bad dreams. Last night. You are free. Amen. How do I know? Because I'm salt. I have been called to preserve this world. Hallelujah. Time is gone, but one last one. You see, I told you last week, salt is value. Salt. It comes salary. Those who have phones, look up salary. You find out the root word is salt. In the Roman army, they were being paid with salt. Salt means wealth. Amen. Salt means wealth. Look at that. Salary. Salt, the root word for salt and salary are the same. And, and so, when you are proper salt, listen to me, when you are proper salt, you are able to fulfill all obligations. Listen to me. A little boy with five loaves and two fish, that little boy fed 5,000 people. That little boy with five loaves and two fish fed 5,000 people. Because there were other boys there with food, but they hid their food. Somebody had kinky and fish and he left it in his pocket. He didn't bring it out. It was a Christian boy who said, let me share my little with those who are there. That's it. That's it. That's, what, that's who we are. Amen. It is the little that you have that God makes it sufficient unto the day. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. If you are salt, you are, you are equipped for every work that God has given us. Amen. Amen. I said amen. amen. Tell anybody, you'll never be poor. You will get by and you prosper. But as for poor, others will be poor, but not you. Tell me, others will be poor. Tell them. No, the whole country will become rich. Others will be poor, but not you. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Do you believe me? 
How many believe me? It shall be your testimony. You will not be poor. Because salt is valuable. And if you are salt, what does it mean? You are valuable. It means you are significant. It means you can do whatever needs to be done. Hallelujah. That is why two things this morning I'll tell you. Number one, you must never see yourself as poor. Amen? You must never see yourself as poor. Yeah, somebody's finding out the thing. Yeah. Never, never think that I don't have money. No. Are you here this morning? Salt. Salt, you see, that's why it says Jesus who was, had nothing made many rich. That's who you are. Because of you, many will be delivered from poverty. Because of you. Don't, don't say I'm poor. You see, when you say I am poor, what is it? It's a confession. And that confession will come true. Yeah. Because life and death are what? In the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat the fruits. So whatever you say, it will happen. Hallelujah. That's why it says, let the poor say I am rich. Tell somebody I am rich. No, you see, when you are saying, don't smile. I say, I know, you know, we are joking. I am rich. You know, no, tell them I'm very serious. I am rich. Tell them you will see it. It's coming. It's coming. I am wealthy. I'm blessed. I am established. I will do well. Wherever I turn, God is with me. God is opening doors for me. I am passing. I am excelling. I will rise up. No matter where I am today. This is not my last stop. This is where I am today. I'm just passing through this stage. I'm on my way up. When you come and see me this time next year. I said this time next year. I said this time next year. I'll be much better off than this. My bank account will be bouncing. My ATM card will be too heavy to carry. I'll be buying petrol easily for the car I now have. Put your hands together this morning. And as we, you see, as we live here, mindful of the fact that we are salts, you will make a difference. You will make a difference. In the world around you. The salt that makes no difference. You are a Christian in a class. Where they are fooling around. You are a, bro- a brother. And your friends are just sleeping around. And you are quiet. That salt is useless. But the salt that talks. And, and, and corrects. And says things. That is the life changing. Life saving salt. And you are that salt from today. And when you are that salt. You will never be good for nothing, but rather valuable in the eyes of the Savior. Put your hands together this Shall we rise to our feet? Just pray for yourself for one minute. Put your hands on your head for one minute and pray. I am salt. I am laying hands on myself. I am not allowing myself to become just anything. 
I am laying hands, one hand on your head, one hand on your belly, that I'm praying for myself. Lord, I'm declaring I am salt. I am here to make a difference. Because of me, somebody will not die. Because of me, many are going to heaven. Because of me, my family is being changed. My friends are being changed. My, my, my brothers, my cousins, they are being redeemed. Because of me, because of me, light has come. Those who sit in darkness, they are being turned around. Just pray for yourself. Just pray one minute this morning. Just pray one minute uh, that, Lord, I am right. I have come. I have come to make a difference. I have come to change lives. I am sought around me because of me. Nobody, nobody will spoil. Nobody will perish. Nobody is going to go to hell. So far as I am alive, at least my family, dear, they will live. At least my wife, dear, and my children, at least those ones, anybody I can influence, anybody who will listen to me, anybody who will hear my voice, that person will not go to hell. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be the little boys in the area, the house boys, the little children, our younger brothers and younger sisters, our, our ne- nephews, anybody who will be obedient to listen to my voice will not go to hell because salt has come. Salty salt, real salt, tasteful salt, salt that makes a difference. And that is why I'm here. Father, thank you so much. Rabbi, oh, lift your voice and pray for one minute. Sir. Lift your voice and pray. You are declaring life for somebody far away. You are declaring your own end. Father, hear us. Hear every prayer this morning. Hear every prayer this morning. Hear everyone crying to you this morning. That is rising up to be a lifesaver, to be a life changer, to be a demon chaser, to be a deliverer of many souls in captivity. Everyone, Lord, this morning, hearing my voice, being tender, being tender for an ordinary student, an ordinary nurse, an ordinary teacher, an ordinary uh, uh, storekeeper, is being turned into a salt that you have deposited in this society, into a salt you have brought forth to make a difference to the vicinity where we work, where we walk, where we live. Lord, let that salt rise up this morning. Increase our saltiness, Lord, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Let everyone here, let everyone here, oh God, be a light shining bright in darkness. Draw many unto yourself. Draw many into light. Draw many from darkness, from foolishness, from wickedness, from evil, from crookedness. And let them come into their light where you are, Jesus. That this morning, a whole generation of people are being saved. Many are being saved. Many are being delivered. Many are being caused to live their old lives into a new life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you that in your work to save souls, you are using us. Use everyone here in this room. Let everyone in this room be salt. Real salt. Let every useless salt be converted this morning, right now. Right now. Right now. Every useless salt be converted into proper salt. Let there be a desire within us to make a difference. Give us courage and boldness to stand against every evil spirit that we meet and make us to become life savers, men who lead others to salvation. 
thank you. Thank you so very, very much, Lord. And this morning, you want to close your eyes, you want to bow your heads. You are here. You yourself, you are not sure you are born again. I want you to live here very sure of your salvation. You yourself, as I speak right now, you are not sure. Am I born again? I think so. I hope so. I want to be. But I'm not sure. And if you're here like that, wherever you are, do me a favor. Just lift your right hand. Pastor, I'm not sure I'm born again. I want to go to heaven. I want to be a Christian. But I'm not sure. Sometimes I feel yes. And sometimes I feel no. Sometimes I think I'm good. And sometimes I feel I'm very, very bad. I'm going to hell. I want to go to heaven. You are here this morning. Wherever you are, just your right hand. Up high. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand. Anybody else? Your right hand. Up high. Thank you. God bless you, my sister. Listen, with your hand raised, my brother, come. Come to the front. Today is the day of salvation. Just come. Just come. Just come. Come, come. Don't be shy at all. Just come. Oh, clap for them as they come. Oh, clap for them as they come. Just, just come this way. Oh, oh, cl- oh, clap for them. What a beautiful day today is. You are becoming salt. You are becoming salt. Hallelujah. You are becoming salt. I want us to pray, my sisters, my brothers. I want you to follow me in this prayer. Okay, I will pray. Then you pray after me. And this prayer, as we pray, Jesus will hear and answer. And from this day, you will never be the same again. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, today, I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, I confess I am a sinner. I have lived my life my way. But today, I come to you. Forgive me of all my sins and all the wrong and bad that I have done in the past. I believe you died on the cross to save me from these sins. Wash them away and free me of that burden. Change my heart. Give me a new heart. One that will love you and follow you and serve you all my days. And Lord Jesus, prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life. Today, I give my life to Jesus and Jesus becomes my Lord, my master, my savior, my best friend and I am born again. Thank you, Father, for this great blessing in Jesus' name. And Lord, thank you for my sisters, my brothers, as they stand here before you to confess this wonderful salvation that we all have found. Let today mark a turning point in their lives, that they turn from darkness to light. Let today be the day they become citizens of heaven above, children of the Most High God, and setting of their place in eternity. Lord, turn their lives right way up 
and bless them as they continue their life journey. Let it be a wonderful journey of celebration, peace, and thanksgiving as you do what you want to do through them. Thank you so very, very much for each of these. In Jesus' name, amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said my son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place, this and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. Call me back.